0: The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. if. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We're uh, off and running. And it's an odd thing, I was just looking at a... A uh, thing online that uh, was the, you know, day in history type stuff. Where they give you, like, great... Today is the 100th anniversary of finding King Tut. or unearthing that kind of thing. It's kind of neat. And also, you forget. How quickly we forget. What lessons we learned or did not learn. Three years ago today was when that uh, cruise ship that got COVID... First started to make everybody a little nervous. Remember they kept those people. And they people, had to stay amount, like yeah. like three weeks out on yeah. the sea or was long. longer they than They were that? on that thing for a long time. Uh, and it was still kind of a China thing. And they were like, oh, it's over there. It's not over here. But it's getting over here. We got a couple cases. And on uh, and then they flew stuff in. <clears throat> they, they, oh, they were getting food drop. to them and stuff. Yeah. But they were all trapped on that boat. 400 citizens. Uh, America evacuates 400 citizens from COVID-19 infected cruise ship Diamond Princess that had been quarantined in Japan on this day. They had 400 Americans out as they were worried about Those people were on that boat for a long time. And they were kind of like, what's going on? This was three years ago. feels like, how long ago does that feel like? Ages, doesn't it? It doesn't feel like it's just three short years ago. We were all looking at each other going, I don't buy it. I remember sitting here thinking right at this very moment three years ago, looking around the room going, it it seems manufactured. It seems like somebody's trying to... Mess up the economy. Nope. Well, they did that, though. They did that. Yeah. Couldn't have been more wrong about that, though. And then they got it back. You know, we worked it back. But it felt like a election year game. It felt like all sorts of stuff that was like, ah, we're mounting out of a mole. We've had SARS. We've had this. It's the flu. Turned out that reaction initially wouldn't have been so unbelievably wrong in hindsight to sit back and go, everybody calm down. But that's Hindsight. I also agreed with the idea that let's take all the precautions we can just in case. But I remember it was right about this time three years ago talking with Larry and convinced. Larry was convinced. And some a lot of people were. They're, we're all probably going to die. Like it was the end. It was, this is it. This is the one that gets us because it's going to get so fast. And we're like, I don't know, it's mid-February. And then a month from now, three years ago, God, it feels, I, it doesn't feel like we're talking about something from the fifties Remember when they had all the refrigerated trailers downtown yeah. and stuff or because they were just the morgues are getting the morgues but yeah. that was like june yeah and we couldn't even keep the morgues that's such a weird thing that it's just been that blip and it, it's almost like we hated it so much we we were like forget it i know i have i've kind of erased the whole feeling the lessons learned the lifestyle changes the entire situational thing just kind of was like nah okay, that happened, let's let's never really, it's it's what a psychiatrist would say is, you know, you're completely burying this thing, your repressed memories. And a little, you're, yeah. You're I mean, the way get rid of, it. but yesterday I was just talking about, you, you hear, oh, so-and-so's out, they got COVID. The, no. the surge no right. is out there, but it's not. Eh, it isn't a surge anymore because we definitely do have but I things in go, place that are, it's much the weaker. The mindset is completely different. Right, well, it's also a different, Illness as it's morphed, to, you know, things that morph get you gets know, weaker and weaker and weaker. But do you look at people now in the stores that are still wearing masks? Yes. Going, what, what's your problem, dude? I it's over. This, Knock it off. I had this conversation with Adam Ray, and he goes, "You know, I should probably still wear that stupid mask on planes because people hack and cough and all that." And I'm like, "Yeah," I said, "But you don't want to be that n- n- that nutball that's still in a mask." And you don't know that person's story. They, they maybe might have something really wrong with them that yeah. they can't even inhale the outside air. It has nothing to do with COVID. But we all look at people like masks in masks, and I think we look at them like, "Ugh, this jackass still wearing." He's outside. You're outside. You don't know their story, but I think it's because internally it makes us feel like we're fragile, susceptible. We remember that time. And we want everybody to kind of dismiss that. Don't wear the masks. It reminds me of when things weren't, I had no control. Anxiety. Yeah. It's very anxious look. I don't like people in masks. I saw a lady walking down the street, 44th Street in uh, McDowell, wearing a mask. She's walking. She's outside. And I wanted to yell at her. Like, stop it. You remind me of a time I had no control over myself. Three short years. And when Adam and I were talking on Sunday... Uh, And he goes, well, you know, I mean, it would be a smarter thing to do wear the mask, be like, you know, better off. And I'm like, do you think we learned anything from COVID? Do you think we, as a society, learned anything if it started again right now? What do you think would happen? Same thing. I think it would be ten times worse. Think so? I think we'd have more people fighting. No one would. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought you meant it would be. I think what I learned from that is the dress rehearsal of COVID taught us. We are incapable of any sort of semblance of organization whether we agree, if we disagree with it we have to scream now the vaccine thing being mandatory all that we started to have some arguments you know and that and made sense to there's me. science behind both sides that's the problem that's the issue though yeah. instead of just saying hey if we all do the same thing for just a minute maybe maybe this goes away faster but the, the message was so poorly delivered I think if anybody had the nerve to go on TV and say hey we got another thing coming It's pretty bad, and it's going to get a good portion of people. We'd all sit back with our fingers in the air going, you're not doing that to me again. You're not stopping commerce this time. And we would fight tooth and nail to not do what they said. And I don't think that's party lines. I think there'd be a a group, like a small group of people that would fall in line, and the rest of us would be like, F you, I've seen this movie. It's no big deal. And it might be like The Last of Us, where it's this fungus that's killing everyone. And that's a real fungus, by the way, in The Last of Us. They, they based it off of a real thing that can't get into humans, which is why it's. But, but they, if it could, they morphed it into this that's thing. That's how it, it's like that. yeah, it started horrifying. off saying that. Horr- horrifying. But I wonder if we learned anything. I wonder if we actually sat back and said, you know what? We need to be better about when everybody needs to, to pitch in. I, know, I think we got worse. I think if anything, COVID made us a worse bunch. I think if anything, it made us all sit back and say, I'll do it my way. I'm not listening to them. And there's an argument to be made that you're right to feel that way. Yeah. Cuz we got screwed with bad politics is basically all it came down to. The one that I keep seeing is that theory about all these young people or people just dropping dead on yeah. the well, field. Another there's soccer a- player did it the other day. Just dropped dead and you're like <laughs> when I, when my friend had his stroke and I asked the nurse the first day I'm in the hospital I'm like is I know this is crazy. I don't want to be this guy, but do you think The vaccine, this guy was perfectly healthy and he has a a clot and a brain bleed. She goes, well, it's not uncommon for someone his age to have that. But she goes, but we're not dismissing it. So I'll tell you that. We look into that. And I'm like, all right. So even the medical professionals are kind of like, we'll see. I mean, no matter what the medication is, there's always, I mean, that's why they put this the side effects. So even if it was 1%. Well, antibiotics is not 100% effective on everybody. And the side effects that hit yeah. certain amounts of people uh, make it a, an acceptable amount. Like 90, 98% of people are fine with antibiotics. The 2% that aren't can't stand uh, that 98% are. They're, a, they're at risk of anything. Their hair falls out. They get, you know, skin diseases. It's all sorts of terrible things. And, but it's an acceptable amount of people that can't take it. So everybody's like, ah. For approval. Yeah, well, it's fine. And not even approval. It's just, it's out there. It's just like. You get approved for a lot less than that. They kept saying it was 30% ineffective, the stuff for COVID. 30% ineffective. 70% of you will be fine. 30% it's either going to do bad things or nothing at all. That's okay. That's a good number for us to live with. And they knew. We all reacted differently. I just don't know. I just don't. I don't know if we picked anything up on it. I was just reading about that. And I'm like, my God, that was only three years ago. And it feels like I think I've done that in my own head. I've put that so far back in the rearview mirror because it was just such an odd time. I don't really count it as part of my life almost. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. My liver is still recovering. I know. I drank that's like all a fish. I did. Maybe that's why I don't remember it very well. I was drunk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I just yeah. sipped myself out of it. nothing else to do. There was nothing to do. I played wiffle ball until I got bored with it. Played with the dogs as much as I could. They got bored. They didn't. That's how bad it was. I was home so much, the dogs would look at me when I'd go outside, like, no, we're done here. <laughs> you were running us ragged, man. We cannot chase that ball. You chased the goddamn ball. Nothing. I drank. I. Mm-hmm. Everybody got fat and drunk. Some, some neighborhoods were a little more. Watch Tiger Lenin. King. <laughs> Watch Tiger King. Talked about Tiger King. Some neighborhoods, what? We're a little more lenient. East Valley, like Gilbert. There's, or people outside, you know, yeah. the, the conservative. Yeah, well, they were fighting it, right? Screaming at each other and everything else. But yeah, it was—it is a flash. Yeah, it, it went away. That was one of those things you had to go. And I didn't, you know, even though I didn't agree with a lot of things, I'm like, look, just get it off our desk. Let's—the faster we all kind of get in bo- on board, the faster this might go away. And I just didn't—I don't know. I think we would have a mess on our hands if it started to happen again. Anyway, happy anniversary, everybody on that boat, because that had to be a treat. Being locked on a cruise ship for a month with a bunch of hillbillies. Oh, oh. especially if you bought the suite. If you spent like six or seven thousand dollars on your trip and everybody on the inside of the boat, on those inside wallless, windowless rooms that had fold down beds, spent six hundred dollars to go on the same trip as you. Oh. Imagine, and I've said this to people before, imagine. If the Excalibur set sail one day and got lost at sea, oh, and you were on a, a vacation with everybody else who had the twenty nine ninety five room at the Excalibur, and you had to f- <laughs> sift through them to get through to your buffets that they were drooling on a second ago. Oh, God. It's torture. If your resort fees are higher than your room fees, <laughs> right. it's a no-go. And we got, oh, out, yeah, we got out the room for 29 dollars We on the same trip you on. Like, oh, no, that's true. I just lock myself in. Yeah, well. All the furniture against the door. (laughs) Keep the hillbillies away. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, on some of those rooms, those people in those interior rooms that are just. The, The beds fold down off the side of the wall. Take up the whole room. There's a small TV at your foot. There's a sink and a toilet within an inch. It's a prison cell. Couldn't do it. Anyway, happy anniversary, everyone. COVID's back. Oh. That's right. COVID conversations are all back. We're celebrating three years of COVID now. It's crazy. We'll see what happens next, but I don't think we learned a thing. I don't think we walked around learning a thing. I think we all got angry about it, and this is never going to happen again. So anything starts with... I'm watching The Last of Us, and I'm sitting there thinking, again, that goes back to my theory, like, I wouldn't fight like these people. I don't know what you're fighting for. What kind of existence is this? you got to run around and kill everybody and ah, shoot me dead i'm not interested in that or the third episode where a twink falls in your trap and then you live 23 <laughs> years of boning some hairy guy because that was episode three when ron swanson from Parch and wreck tried to live the perfect isolated life until some twink fell in his trap and then he took him into the house and they twinked out for a full two decades until oh, they died together it was two decades wasn't yeah it, yeah, it started probably. in like 2003 and then yeah. 2023s 20 years of them just a good run hardcore hair bone, and all over the place, and again, that episode is beautiful, but oh, the hair <laughs> when they get in bed together and they 're nude from waist up, and the one dude 's a little cold, and his hair 's actually standing out like 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 there's static electricity, and it 's just long. Chest and tummy hair, and then they get he on does top that, of him. Does that power move uh, on? He top, gets on top of him, and they're stuck. <laughs> and he says to him, "Have you ever done this?" He like, "No." And then they just <laughs> just gets on him. I think they did it missionary, which was hardest to watch. That was my thoughts. But a twink fell in his hole. He was going to be happy living in his compound all alone. He just escaped Fedra. He made it through, and lucky for him, his needs landed in a pot outside of his house. <laughs> And they ate rabbit and drank wine and each other. <laughs> and they had a belly full of seed till the day they died. Just, just lovely. Yeah. And then the last episode was really great. And well, one of the bloated takes a head off. That's pretty yeah, cool. I, I have. I, I watched this last one. Anyway. But it's based on the fact that we all know deep down this might happen. That we could have, you know, an infection that takes us over. It's, it's a good show because it's realistic at this point. It used to be kind of fantasy or sci-fi. Uh-uh. You could see that going down, and, and the way they write it is the way I feel. It's like nobody would behave. We'd all go crazy and start firing away at each other. Government would become Nazis. We'd become crazy. Ah, Anyway, three short years ago, we started that track. So just cover your sneezes and wash your hands. How about that? In honor of today, that'll work. Uh, we were going to do a quick game of Name That Asshole today, uh, and then you can go to the zoo because of it. This is where we all write stories about ourselves, a true story about one of the members of the show. Oh, no, 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 no. Huh? I don't know. Oh, no, you got to no, participate, no, 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 Brett. No, you got the no. Brett, it's not no. ratting yourself out. Oh, no, it is. <laughs> uh-uh, absolutely. not. it doesn't have to be He's illegal. <laughs> Let me I say this. this: it doesn't have to be illegal. Something you've done in the past to someone that's funny. Or just like, oh my God! For instance, the one story I always tell that when I took that blind guy to Taco Bell and he opened his wallet, it was ten dollars, and he owed me for gas, but he never offered. <laughs> and there was a twenty in there, and I told him I took a ten and I stole his money because he's blind, he didn't know. I told him, so "You only have a yeah, ten. There should be a twenty in there." There isn't anymore. <laughs> Give it to the Taco Bell guy. Got the change and moved on. He never g- he never gave me gas money. I was driving him all over the place. I washed his dog for him once. That dog hated him. Anyway, uh, name that asshole is a game we're going to play, and we'll give you some stuff. If you name all of the uh, stories properly, uh, or guess which ones, we'll have a couple of stories. Just, you know, a little two-line stories, Brett. You don't have to go crazy with details. Land the plane early. Get in there and tell us, this happened, this happened, and that was it. Brady ordering pizzas for that dead girl in college. That's a great one, where he ordered a bunch of pies and then I'm hid in the to bush to watch the me. sorority house I answer. I did not do Yes, you did. Yeah, and the only reason I know about it. And guess what that is? Compliance guilt. I assisted. You did it. You did it. You did it. When you wrote the story of what asshole number one did, okay. you, were, you did that. This is why you'll be in hell with me, the lying. You have to confront your guilt and your uh, confession Spreading. You confessed that. It's like Ray Lewis. I was there. You did it. And Ray Lewis was guilty of that, being there murdering people. You giggled in a bush while pizzas were delivered to a dead girl what a dick yeah see I didn't do it name that asshole <laughs> yes you did or we wouldn't know about it you were in on it I'm not ratting the guy who did <laughs> you did it cause I am you you didn't go stop it this is wrong you were like ah get six of them what are they gonna do with those pies afterwards the dead girl can't eat them I should go talk to the guy you were in on that and that's why name that asshole is such a successful game. <laughs> phenomenal stuff Couple of stories from each guy, all four of us, and then we can name it. We'll have that game coming at you. In just moments, it's 98 K U P D. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet mesquite repeat. Eric's familybbq.com.